I am Araceli, a wealth advisor, real estate investor in the United States and Canada, and creator of Wealthy Women in Real Estate. Every week, I meet with Colette, a real estate broker and a real estate investor in Canada. We come together to talk about all things real estate investing and how to increase your wealth. Join us. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the U.S. and Canada. And in my chat with Colette today, we have an interesting subject. Colette, tell us who you are and what the subject for today is. Of course. Hi everybody. My name is Colette Raba. I am a residential real estate broker in the GTA. West End. I like the West. So anywhere from uh, Etobicoke all the way to Oakville, Burlington. That's my jam, and especially Mississauga. So I am in Mississauga. I love what I do. I do what I love. I know Araceli will say the same. And why we do the show is to give you guys some awesome information about real estate in general, real estate investing, and uh, how you can improve your finances through real estate. Yes. Was that good? Did That's I do well? That's great. That's awesome. And I, I love it. I have my laugh mug today, but this is no laughing matter today, what we're going to talk about. So there's some things that you can see on real estate signs, and we're gonna talk about it today. Colette, what is the first one? It's a little pet peeve of both of ours, right? We talk about it quite often within our circles, but we don't like to announce it to anybody. But I feel bad because when people ask me questions, this actually comes up. So if I'm in a, in an interview with someone who's thinking about listing their house and they see the neighbor's sign on their lawn saying sold over asking. So that to the general public looks pretty good. Like that's really exciting, right? When you say that's excellent, they did an excellent job. They got over asking. That's a myth because guess what? We all have stats. All real estate agents have stats. We know exactly how much that house is going to, well, maybe not exactly what it's going to go for, but we have a general idea based on the market evaluation we do before we put a house on the market. We know what your house should sell for very close to what we think it's going to sell for. So let's say everybody in the neighborhood, all the houses are the same. They all sell for a million dollars. Let's just say as a real estate agent to get multiple offers, to get people excited, to get people to think that they can actually have this house for let's say $800,000. What do you think the best course of action is for me as the realtor to list your house for? How much? For, well, a little bit cheaper than what it should go for. If I think you're gonna get a million dollars, I will list my house or your house. I'll list it for let's say 800,000. So it's guaranteed to sell over asking. By how much, we don't know. We have to see what kind of market it's going to be. Right now, it's a very hot seller's market. We also get multiple offers, which we in Ontario, we can't see or we can't share the information that other agents are bringing in a price. So Ontario market, just a side note, they're thinking about bringing in or making it legal, or maybe it's already legal, that you can sell your house through an auction method, mm -hmm. which means everybody is standing on the lawn. They do this in Australia. Everybody's on the lawn and you know exactly what everybody is offering. And it's very transparent. Are we going to start doing that? Probably not. 
Do you think so? Um, yeah, I don't think we're gonna do that in Canada. And I agree with you. Like I, when I go and buy in the states, I know exactly what everybody uh, offers. But that's not every time. That's only when you go to an auction from that's the government. That's when I go to auction. Yeah, sorry about that. So yeah, right. So so that works when it's something like okay, you know, we are we're the city that we have to but auction this because they like defaulted, right? I, I agree. I agree. It's fair, but who's losing out is the sellers. Yes. The sellers want to have the smoke and mirrors to think, oh, everybody's offering so much more money. And that's why prices have increased over the last, the government's missed their mark, to be quite honest. If they wanted to cool the housing market down, they should have done this three years ago. Even more, I'd say five years ago. Right. So, so to, to, and, and who knows if it's actually, I really have not done that research on where they, they allow it. Let's say in Australia, how that has kept the market from going crazy. Who knows? Maybe being, you know, you can still fake it. Let's say, yeah, let's say you can plant some people in the, in that uh, buying audience. You know, I'm sure I've heard of that before in other you know, there's maybe always, not helping, there's but. always a way to change that dynamic. But at the end of the day, for example, we, we were talking about uh, having a sign on the lawn saying over asking. Even if the house sells for a million dollars, if you list it for $999, technically it's. Still over asking. Exactly. Exactly. Over asking. exactly. So it makes a big difference when it's the market. So another pet peeve of mine. So you understand what sold over asking. It's really not that impressive, especially in this market. If you show me I bought it for less than asking, oh my gosh, I would totally be impressed. Exactly. That's <laughs> the sign that I was. <laughs> Nobody's advertising that though, right? Um, my other favorite thing is it seems like everybody, a lot of agents, a lot of agents, I'm excuse me if you haven't seen this, but when people, when other agents advertise, I'm number one, I am number one, I am this, I am that. You have to read the fine print of who do the, who's, who's thinking you're number one? Your mom? Yeah, <laughs> <Now> my mom <laughs> thinks I'm number one. How are you number one? Have you sold the most houses? Have you sold it for the most prices? Like there is lots of saying I'm number one. Are you? number one in Ontario? Are you number one in Mississauga? Are you number one on your street? Are you number one in all of Canada? Are you number one in all of the world? The fine print is very important. Saying I'm number one, I don't care. It's not important for me to call myself number one. My clients are number one. Yeah. That's what I, that's my philosophy. I don't want you to pick me because I'm number one in any market. I want you to pick me to represent you because I know what I'm doing and I'll give you great service. Don't you agree? Absolutely. So yeah, this is something that more is a marketing gimmick to, to be honest with me, with you. Like it's, um, I don't pay attention to that. Like, you know, Oh, I've sold billions and billions of, well, that doesn't mean good for you selling my apples, right? It means they're good marketing. Yeah. They're good at marketing. So yeah, there is a, there is a crossover between, you know, I, I'm good at what I do and I'm a good marketer. I'll market your house. But to be quite honest, because of the way the market is right now, you don't need those 
you know, I'm number one agents, to be quite honest. Like you really have to do your research. Know, like, and trust is what I always say before you hire anyone. Yeah. Right? I, I have to know a, who you are. It's about service. Uh, so you need to, and this is for any profession, for any anybody that you're going to be buying, any professionals that you are going to be engaging with. Exactly. You've got to make sure that they're doing the right job for you and only you, because it doesn't matter what I've done for other people if I cannot do the service for you. So that exactly. is what you have to look at when you're interviewing anybody, a realtor, a financial advisor, accountant, anything that you are going to be engaging with. You need to make sure that it's going to work for your own circumstances, that they are serving you. They're giving you the right amount of, you know, good service and they're going to fix your problem. That's basically what you're looking for. Uh, and, and I would really like to say when people say I'm number one, how many other businesses advertise? Would you go to a bank if the bank says I'm number one, I have the most money out of all the banks. Would you go to that bank? <laughs> Look, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense with other, you know, or the plumber. If the plumber says, I'm number one in, in you know, fixing toilets. Fantastic, great. I don't need my toilet fixed, I need my sink fixed. Like, you know, like this is the thing when you really look at somebody saying, I'm number one, maybe that resonates with you. Yeah. I don't know, but I can say I'm an award winner as well in my own office. So, you know, I'm sure there's awards, people give awards all the time and not to diminish, honestly, I, I hate to say it this way. It sounds like I'm, I'm a negative Nelly, but when it comes to knowing who you're being represented by, do your research. It's wonderful if you sold a billion dollars in real estate. It's wonderful that you sold it over asking. It's wonderful that somebody thinks you're number one but really interview your agents, interview your financial, you know, interview your contractors. Just because your contractor said, I've done a million homes, he might be way too busy. You don't want that guy. So think about that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Remember at the end of the day, it is you that it's important and what this person is gonna be able to do for you. Yeah, and we're all a little bit different, right? Like every agent gives different you know, can I say, I'm just trying to think, what can I say? Uh, I help seniors. I'm very patient. My communication is amazing. Can I put that on my sign? Why not? <laughs> Those are the things. That's what Araceli is talking about, service. And if you interview the agents that you think, okay, I like that person. I communicate well with them. I know they're going to pick up their phone. I know they don't have... You know, they're not passing the buck with every um, team member. I'm not actually getting that person. It's the same thing with your industry. When yeah. you have someone interview you, you say, okay, this is what I can do for you. It's not about me. Yeah, exactly. And everybody is different. Like for every service that is out there, even though we do have certain things that we do the same, but that doesn't mean that you're gonna that I'm doing things in the same way with people. You know, when I have an interview or when I have an engaging conversation with somebody that is looking at hiring me, we look at what is important to that person. Are they going to be looking at saving? Maybe they want to plan their retirement. Maybe they're looking to pay their debt. So what is important to you? And that's what we work on. So yes. that is 
the most important thing you know i've seen advisors and also realtors anybody out there that they want to push things on you that you should be doing and it might not be bad but it's not what is important to you and to me what it's more important to me is that you are serviced the way you want to be served and what is right to you. well uh, yeah and the one thing too that i i can say too about my clients is you know especially first-time home buyers or for you people that have never used a financial advisor before you have to go through a very i don't know how can i say this like you have to really get to know who your client is first before you say i can do this i can do that there are other agents that i've had where i've talked to them and i've said hey tell me a little bit about yourself and it's all about what they are and it's to me that's not how i work it's about what my clients need tell me what you need if you if and we all have that specialty right so i know you deal with people in transition uh you know growing not just their wealth but their retirement too there's so many things that go into finances that oh, are very specific. yeah and, and everybody's different there's so many things especially you know i specialize in working with women that have gone through any kind of transition mostly divorce which is a big one for a lot of us it was a big one for me and especially when it, it touches your finances which it does and now if you have two salaries that you were using to get all your finances going now you have one and you may not know what to do with the money if you are receiving anything uh, from the settlement right. of your divorce so it is very difficult and, and i think the most difficult part in, in that point is that people are very emotional and they are not thinking straight i think because of the stress that you go through and it happened to me it did happen to me and i wish somebody was telling me don't be stupid don't sell your house find a way to do it right but no that's that and and that's what we both agree in both our businesses what we offer our clients are options and that is a huge thing maybe that's what i have to write on my marketing you have options and aerosol and i have both yeah. gone through separations it was it was really amicable for me but it was still a very emotional process and just to have someone there it, that is on your team that can advise you that's the thing that whatever is on those signs whatever marketing you know those flyers that you get in your mail if you have to sell your house talk to a couple other agents to see how they differ and what kind of emotional response they can provide for you if you're going through that transitional time it's never easy to move no let's be honest as much as i like to move all the time and have you know <laughs> i i could i could that, i think that's partly why i'm in the business i like it but I know it's very stressful. It's one of the most stressful things people go through. So it's all about timing. It's all about having a plan and having the right people to support you along the way. Don't look at those signs, throw out those flyers. That's right. So just exactly. So just make sure that you understand what it means that really it's only marketing out there. So if you see those signs, so it doesn't really mean anything to you personally right it might mean something to them but not to okay. you so that's why it's important when you're hiring somebody to yeah. make sure that they're going to be there for you that they're going to be doing the right job for you so just don't go only by the signs but interview the person and interview more than one person if you don't have a personal relationship with that realtor so absolutely and ask lots of questions right
For sure. Ask them. What does that mean, hold over asking? I would like to understand it. Ask the questions. We're open to questions. Please ask us. We'd love to ha have your questions so we can have it on an episode. Yeah. We'll absolutely. answer your questions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Colette, for putting this together. And uh, I love that. So you guys let us know if you have any other questions or things that you've seen that you want some explanation about. Exactly. So, right. Awesome. It, you don't, you can't expect to know everything. We don't know everything about your business. So if you want to learn more about real estate and investing, please, that's what we're here for, right? Awesome. So we will see you at the next one. Thanks for joining us. Bye, Claire. Bye. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.